0: If you're thinking to yourself, why would I use Amazon when I've got TradeMe and AliExpress? Or if you've tried to give up drinking but quickly realise your whole social life and just about every activity in your country revolves around it, then this is the place for you. The Boil Up Podcast, we're all about celebrating the things that make us special for being Kiwi our land, our people, our culture. Today on the panel, we've got New Zealand Business's answer to stimulating online entertainment, video entertainment that is, Patrick Monaghan. We've also got the most spiritual chi person you've ever come across. Sarah Sharman, the Shamanator, and also.
1: There <laughs> we go!
0: <laughs> the Snapchatting interest. Hannah O'Leary from <laughs> Well, Welcome along. <laughs> welcome along to the panel, everyone. We'll just um, scoot around the group and see what everyone's been up to.
2: Um, well, Patty and I are doing Europe, but mm. before that, I'm travelling to Bali to complete my yoga teacher training. So. Awesome. Yeah, I'll be even more chi.
3: <laughs> so was joining us from the other dimension. <laughs>
2: I'll come and visit, because I'll un- be able to do that. The only time
3: we've got a visitor is opening one of the, those, those drinks.
0: <laughs> the chi that comes out the top. Oh, there goes <laughs>
3: And what have you been up to, Patty? Um, Yeah, just... Knuckling down, doing some work, played some footy today, which is good, first game of oh, footy, great. so it's good. Body a bit, a keeping really up. Really sore, right? You <laughs> came home
1: looking like you are about to die.
3: <laughs> and what about you, Han?
1: I have taken up sobriety as of a week ago.
0: What does sobriety mean?
1: <laughs> no drinking anymore. Oh, okay. So okay. I've stopped my partying ways, and I've decided to sort my life out a little bit, so... I
3: love that like, we don't even know what sobriety means. Like it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? I know what what's it that? is. Like, it's overdue. Good <laughs> <laughs> on you, so Han.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been seven days, but I <laughs> we'll keep
3: trying. First big challenge is the weekend day. Eh? This is the yeah yeah.
1: This is the second weekend. Oh no, it will be longer than seven days. Then this is my second weekend, and you know I'm finding it quite easy. Good. Good.
0: We'll jump into our first band today. I think it's one of New Zealand's most underrated bands, and they've been around for a long time. They're, they're not. They don't get the appreciation they deserve. Clap, clap, right? You heard of them, Pat? No. Oh well, they've been around. <laughs> they have been around for a long time. I think that my first radio job I had, that we were playing them there at the Most Room in Taranaki. So. They've sure, that's been got to be that a good long. decade ago now. <laughs> yeah, it's getting up there, eh? <laughs> so their two thousand and twelve album, when that came out, called Counting Spins, they released a song called Growing Up, and it was all about you know growing up and you know being getting serious about life. Now, fast forward to two thousand and seventeen, they released Dull Life, the latest album, and on that album they've got a song called Tired of Getting Old. So they grew up and now they're sick of growing up and they're like, now they're now i getting old. It's a pretty cool track, and there's actually a heap of cool tracks on that album if you want to go and check it out. And also, I've got the video to this song on the Boiler website. Clap, clap, riot with Tired of Getting Old. <laughs> Visit the right, so we're going to quickly go through all the news that has come out recently, what's going on in the country. Starting off with, because we love our politics on the Boil Up podcast, the new leader of the National Party, Paula Benny, uh, no, she's not the leader. <laughs> She snuck in there? No, um, <laughs> Simon Bridges. So Simon, Simon Bridges, the new leader of the National Party. Did you see the video that came out when they were having their conference about it? And Simon Bridges is standing there at the podium and tells Paula Bennett to grab him a glass of water. They're standing right next to each other as the water's directly in front of him and he points to it and says, Oi Benny, grab me that glass of water please. <laughs> I don't even know if he said please. I think he just pointed at it.
3: Did he say Benny or did he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
0: don't That's know. Awful.
1: So, what you looked re- lip red? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: <right>. yeah. <laughs> Decoded the lips. And then he drank it and put it down himself. Oh. So yeah. No, he didn't
1: need her to get it. No,
0: no. No. It was really bizarre. Kind of. I was like, what is, is he? was a bizarre kind of guy. Bit of a power mm.
1: struggle right there, okay. just to show yeah. dominance right from the get go. Mm.
0: Mm, he's establishing maybe she, dominance.
1: Maybe she put up a bit of a fight for the leader and he's just like, Yeah, but well, at me now. Well, <laughs>
0: that's the thing, I think she's playing it smart because we had um, Crusher go Collins for going mm. for it. Yeah, so we had all the girls going for it. Stephen Joyce. It.
2: None of them got her role.
0: Yeah, yeah, and she purposely didn't run for it. And I think she knows that whoever got elected this time isn't going to last until the next election. They'll yeah. have another upheaval. So she's and she's going to wait and too. jump in right at the end mm. when it actually
3: counts. Sneaky little Paula. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I can't see him. Nah. Is he quite young?
1: I'm yeah, yeah. He he's
3: about like, the same age as Jacinda. Jacinda. So ah. do you reckon that's why they did it or not? So I think it's a bit late in the game now to like, oh we need a young person. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really, they could have picked someone like Stephen Joyce, someone who like that who's had a ton of experience. Yeah. And he's really, very charismatic
0: too, Stephen Joyce. Like, he got hit in the face by a dildo. I
3: know. <laughs> Like yeah. you
0: can not he's world famous he is world famous and actually. he came
2: back from that yeah. did he uh, yeah, no that's
3: right he just brushed it off
2: I that was a question and
3: <laughs> he did he just brushed the dildo off and just carried on his way I yeah. love
2: that woman like, like what did she think that morning like, yeah. that bugger I'm going to put my dildo in yeah.
0: she's lying there and being like I know what I'm going to do today
2: and she had in her hand and she walked up to him she saw him and like,
4: oh wham oh
0: Jeremy Wells have you seen him he's he's jumped onto seven sharp now like yeah. he's See been him. my idol since I was a teenager. Like, I grew up watching him. He's and his beautiful. See so you guys tagging each other, you and Stacey. Yeah. yeah. And I like, I always just wanted to be Jeremy Wells. Um, I never got <laughs> really got to that point, but he's on Seven Sharp now. Programs that have been there before Seven Sharp, Paul Holmes. Yeah. Like they've all been really serious, Mark kind of. Max Sainsbury. Yeah, yeah. Close up. Campbell. Oh, that was three. Oh, yeah, there's that a competition, here, yeah, but say. same kind of thing. Enough that that spot life. is reserved for very serious journalism. And now they've got Newsboy in there, Jeremy Wells. <laughs> what
3: was that sexual innuendo thing? he's you made, it, yeah, he's made a few little boo-boos. <laughs> no, they're, like, yeah. they're, like, counting up the different little sexual innuendos that he's made like, two weeks. He's got, like, a list
0: of slots. Oh, somewhere, Wait. I've written it down. One of the things he said was finger-blasting. Oh, that's right! <laughs> Why would you think that was a good
2: idea?
0: She's, he's talking to Crusher Collins, asking her what she wears oh, to gosh. bed. <laughs> And then he's talking about skilled bush pilots. <laughs> but then what reminded me about this was the dildo to the face. Yeah. He was asking Stephen Joyce about where's the fake appendage now? Because <laughs> that fake appendage would be worth a lot of money because it was world famous. It was, everyone in America <laughs> knew about it. it.
2: Now? Well, what did he say?
0: He doesn't know, no one knows where it is. (laughs) She probably scrambled
1: into being a real Someone will just try and find that exact dildo and then sell it on the something. I
3: am actually going to do that. You're keen to do that. that
1: You would be worldwide famous as well. (laughs) I just need
0: someone to go in the shop and buy a dildo for me because I I don't want to do it myself. (laughs) not with a bung eye, I mean, you think you're kind of creepy. Yeah, I've got a bung eye at the moment, so I'm pretty. What's hit you in the eye? I know. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, but, why have you got a bung
0: eye? <laughs> <laughs> so other, other stuff on the news this week is the Taranaki Kids Fun Park that got closed down. Did you hear oh, about that? Why? This like, quite old guy has a farm in Taranaki and he built this fun park for kids but he made it all himself so he had cow rides so kids can go ride a cow or <laughs> wow. um he had, like these tires like he welded these two big pipes together and put tires on the ends and they oh. it spins around the middle and they go up and down and hectic <laughs>
2: Like, maybe didn't meet hub and safety. No. Well this is what
0: happened, so it was ticking along nicely and then some big newspaper saying stuff. I think did a story on it, or maybe it was something oh, no. on TV did
3: a story about it, it got out on in on public,
0: it. Osh comes in or whatever, yes. work safe now. Oh. Um, Guttering for them,
3: yeah. he clearly did it for the kids. Yeah,
0: yeah. so he had his best intentions in mind but <laughs> <laughs> the Taramaki um, Fun Park is now closed down. Uh-huh. And also in Taranaki this week, the surfers in New Plymouth have been putting up no freedom camping signs but like putting the district council logo and stuff on them so they're fake? yeah they're fake ones so to stop freedom campers stealing their surf spots Get your own it's spot. Yeah. How
1: did people even come up with that to do? I know, yeah, like, Why do they have the time to like, oh, you
2: know what we're going to do tonight?
0: We're going to make the design.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get that council yeah. logo. Yeah. And they look
0: really official. They look yeah. legit. Like they painted the posts and everything. My, like,
3: my friend, not similar to this, he, when we were at the University studying Graphic Design, he did, he scanned in his, I'm not going to mention his name. He scanned <laughs> in his registration for his car and just kept, every time just change the month.
0: Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Until a cop pulls over and like checks it up yeah, on the computer. Yeah, yeah. But, but like you know, he was it was on his scooter. Yeah. And um, oh yeah, that's all. And he um he got the font right, perfect. Like you know, printed on the same paper. <laughs> and it's like, isn't it like
1: eighty dollars for the year?
3: Yeah, no, scooter, <laughs> eh? Yeah. When you when you a student, Maybe it
1: was even cheaper for a scooter.
3: When you're a student, eh? What you do to break <laughs> the law.
1: Fraud, eh? Yeah, a little bit of
3: fraud. <laughs> a little bit of fraud here and you never hurt anyone. <laughs> We've all done it. No, we haven't.
4: I've committed fraud. <laughs> we have even committed fraud?
0: And also in the news this week was $160 million of weed New Zealand's going to start exporting to the US. What, what so
2: we're
0: weed? growing weed now? We're growing, yeah, well, what? it looks like it. Wow. Is
2: it legal now to grow hemp in New
0: Zealand? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Because yeah, hemp is
2: though. like massive overseas. Like mm. in Scandinavian countries, America, hemp is like... Well, this
3: could big potentially big be hemp. hemp. I'm not too sure. It but might, probably is. But are, are you saying that they're already growing it in anticipation that the law is going to change? It's a bit dodgy, isn't it? Mm. I don't think you can. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But they've already got this contract, so surely they'll have to start doing something now. If it's hemp, I'm not surprised. Because hemp...
0: Um, hemp maybe
2: doesn't
0: hemp. have the... Is it TH? No th- THC. Yeah. Oh, no, but this stuff...
3: Because the, they were talking about the THC, so maybe it is actual real weed. They, um, oh, with the yes. hemp, they... They're,
4: Progressive?
3: I think like the hardest thing, I've talked to a few farmers who have adopted it, like they've just turned one or two paddocks into just hemp farms. Oh, they get tested quite frequently for THC levels, so they'll take some off to the lab and check, make sure there's no THC. If you exceed it, then they have to destroy the entire crop. Sure. Like, really yeah. strict rules right now. Yeah. Also, it can't be... The crop cannot be viewable from a public road. Oh, yeah. So, a oh yeah, we were talking
2: about this on the way to Kaiwi the other day. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So, did you say where weeding growing everywhere in
2: no, no, we were just we're saying how hard that could actually be if you owned a farm. Oh yeah, right. I mean, with you the rolling hills. Like mm. driving up to New Plymouth, there's just farms everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. It's flat. That's
3: mm. what you can see. Yeah, so True. you'd have to have some pretty, like, hidden. <laughs> I think, you know, there's a few spots, if I'm being honest, there's a few spots in the Wangai Valley that
1: are <laughs> I was literally just saying, I was like, Dad's farm you could so grow it and then I was like, Sean's farm you could do like hectares and
4: hectares
1: <laughs> Oh well, you know, you know it yeah. could be an idea for them it, later down the track Well it yeah. is a good
0: idea because the international weed sector in five years is going to be worth 82 billion dollars wow. so just to put that in perspective like New Zealand which is the the world's biggest dairy exporter, oh. New Zealand only makes eight billion dollars a year from dairy so if the weed industry is going to be worth eighty-two billion dollars, then that's going to be huge, and just
3: in five years it's going to grow that quick. So
2: how come weed is becoming so much more?
3: It's I think because it's legalized, legalized more and more. Yeah. Mm. So like now it's going to actually become like a business thing, like you know, grow weed, and, mm. and of course like all, all the our climate here too is so like probably mm. really good for it, right? Yeah.
1: But for the um, THC levels. Yeah. Isn't that spraying a whole lot of chemicals on the weed, or not? Is it just naturally in the? It's plant? just like
3: the variety of the plant. Like, oh. certain, certain, they bred it out of hemp, so that's why hemp is not—it's not a drug. Hemp's just yeah. a, a raw material that they use for building, mm. for everything. insulation. They can do all sorts yeah. of stuff. They can build
2: houses but, out of hemp. But now. you're
3: right, and that the, the THC is, is in weed. And different varieties of weed have different levels of THC. Just oh, been like okay. bred in. Ah, uh, yeah.
4: Okay,
2: that Pat,
3: the sense. weed expert, eh? I mean, what you know? I mean, have you ever... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I think I
4: know
0: the <laughs> Raging startup. <stoner.
4: laughs>
0: <laughs> right, we'll jump into a, another song. This little sample is a dance rap reggae. It's produced by P Money. The video for this is quite a good colourful one. I'll chuck that up on the boilup.co.nz as well. Got released on the 21st of February. This is Jesse B with Oh, no, no, just g actually. Take it down. Yeah.
2: I take it down and bring it back one time. I take it down and bring it back one time for you. I take it down and bring it back
1: one time. I take it down and bring it back one time for you. Summertime flow, got that summertime glow. Brown skin, yeah, for the summertime show. You know I keep it cold like some summertime snow. And you know I take it low and bring it back once more. Hey, I be grinding for a while while now working, yeah, and I smile now, smile now Cause people feeling me and my style now, now, now. And I never changed now we wild out right now. I still got all my day ones with me Yeah, it with me, I still stay 100 No, I'm never 50-50, still keep it G, I keep it pretty, keep it soft, I keep it pretty. we've been pouring and I'm feeling kind of tipsy ay. Pour it up, pour it up, pour it up Good vibes here if you would it. Roll up, hey it up woke it up, woke it up, just be Ruby Do, yeah, we bout to hook it up, ayy. Me and my girls wanna have a good time In the sunshine, just a slow Wine and a bubble bubble we not want no trouble foot to the rubber couple up for the double just a vibing when I feel no way we have time in so we can't be late what a nice thing for your good sister me and my friend them all tied to the end sunshine in the summertime just a fun time in the summertime and a full time in the summertime and a good time in the summertime like back it up, top. it up
3: the hard part about hemp in New Zealand is not actually the growing it because you have to get, you have to apply to grow it and stuff, but it's not too hard. It's actually sourcing the seed. Yeah, that's the hard part. People say yeah. like our mate who did it. Um, what's his name? Andy, <laughs> um, who's the guy? Andy, yeah. Andy grew up the river. You're not incriminating anyway in here, are <laughs> <A-Pair. Yeah,
0: laughs> you? But you see a name. <laughs> Cut
2: that out. He
0: quickly changed it last minute. <laughs> Andy grew it up the river on the. <laughs> his name is
4: Andy. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: <God>. <laughs> his name was <is> Andy. Sorry. <laughs> like you say though, New Zealand does need to diversify because I was going to save this discussion for the end of the podcast, but hey, let's just change it up. New Zealand, the way you guys, because you guys are like not proper vegans, but like casual vegans. <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs>
1: You're really obsessed
0: with it, aren't you? Well, no. This is. I was just.
1: I was.
0: I was here. (laughs) I'm not the vegan. Was a few weeks ago, and um, I was trying your guys' uh, vegan cheeses.
3: Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah.
0: And honestly, I thought it was real cheese. If no one told me it wasn't real cheese, I would have thought it was real. This cheese is made out of cauliflower. Mm.
3: Oh, that one—the coconut Um, one—the coconut.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good, eh? It's amazing. And so, if if I'm getting that good at making all these dairy products out of vegetables. Yeah. and obviously like growing vegetables is a lot less harm
3: to the environment then I just think it's yeah. a balanced thing right like it's you're always going to have cows oh yeah but it's just the quantity of it yeah uh, have we got it right I don't know I think We've got to balance it a little bit better, right? Eh? That's what I mean. And Just for everything, like, it's dangerous for a country, any country, to be so reliant on one mm. industry. Mm. I can't believe we're so reliant on dairy, you know? The highlight news is the price of milk powder. Like, you know, Frontier has raised the price of milk powder or whatever, and it's like, right now, it's stressful for farmers. It's all... Mm. Yeah. All of you would know. And, and the, like,
0: that's the other thing, the way the environment's going, um, no, you know, with the climate change. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And but and also climate change, it's making it harder to well, the laws to are only gonna get stricter, eh? Like, yeah.
3: the laws aren't gonna make it easier for farmers, it's gonna make it harder. So it's like
0: So yeah, the country does need to diversify. Even fake meat, like you guys um <clears throat> were saying the other week, that the meat is that you get now. Oh sunfed. Sun fed <laughs> meat. It's just you wouldn't even know, it's not real meat. I want to try some. I haven't tried some. So here. our beef industry is at risk as well.
2: Yep. I think. So it's going to be and and it'll eventually become a question around. Um, so it tastes the same. It's the same price. It's made from vegetables, so it can be more sustainable. Then what do people decide? Because yeah, it's not at that point. It's yet. not at that point yet <coughs> where it's got the same texture or the same, you know, cookability. Even though most, some of it tastes beautiful, but you can't get every kind of meat that you would eat in a yeah. normal sort of Kiwi diet.
3: I wouldn't say it tastes like meat, it tastes like, it's got, it,
2: it can't taste like meat, because no. it's not meat, it's not flesh of animal, no, so it no, can no, no. like meat. But it's very similar.
3: Yeah. But anyway. Starting FaceTime. Starting
1: To To Perry, who I used to work with. Uh, random. Um.
0: What are some good brands for fake
3: cheeses and and fake meats that you guys would well, suggest. Angel Foods is the New Zealand one. Angel Foods. Yeah, and then in every supermarket now. Like, not got a every, count- just Count down. And a little um, bit of pick and
1: save. Aren't um, the fake cheeses highly processed or not?
3: They're not too bad because the flavourings is all like um, dried herbs and spices and stuff. So there's not many preservatives or anything in it. So and so there's no fat. Like, I, don't, I, don't I mean know. other than coconut oil. So coconut oil has natural fats, but it's not like...
2: So I guess cheese is processed to a degree yeah. and it mm. It's curdled it. milk, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um,
3: oh, there's all all kinds of stuff that goes into yeah. it. especially if we're right? talking about cheese, like what you get in your Macca's burger. Then oh, fake,
2: that's
3: you know.
0: What well, is that YouTube channel that you you're watching the other day? If people want to go make their own fake cheese. Yeah, you can well, just Google it. Um,
2: YouTube Cam and Nina. He's a boy from Wellington. She's from Costa Rica, and they live in Sydney. Yeah, and they're both vegans and they pat and I. <laughs> <laughs> and I. he Fully. like and he makes his own cheese from yeah. cashews
0: it's yeah. easy yeah. Hey? we watched it yeah it looks yeah. Like, and it's all just natural ingredients it's yeah. like things you buy in the supermarket mix them all together
2: cashews and then you blend them up with spices and nutritional yeast mm. and just a whole bunch of like raw ingredients and then squeeze out the moisture with a cloth and then bake it a little bit or put it in the fridge i don't know yeah
3: but the other one we like is cheese it's like that's from Scotland. Scot- Scottish. But you can get it in New Zealand quite easily. Is that cheese made of females? <laughs> the cheese? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um,
2: that's actually now at our new binan. Bin in, bin in, in Hong Kong. Oh my god, in I yeah. love it. I've, oh. I've got so many vegan they've got vegan um white sauces, I've got um, vegan pies, I've got cheese, which is that like vegan cheese, I've got like but, smoky cheddar. Wait,
3: cheese like, has got like the brand it's got like 60 different flavors like they've got like every flavor of cheese like it's wow. yeah some of them are better than others we got the strong cheddar and it's like oh it's friggin strong yeah, but really, it tastes yeah. like cheese and they just make all those flavors of different yeasts yeah different right? yeast different ingredients and stuff like that yeah. yeah it's pretty it's something to look into anyway i mean cheese is the hardest thing for a vegetarian to convert into like well, it a depends vegetarian thing. i don't eat cheese anyway but yeah yeah if you don't eat cheese but a lot of people find it's the hardest thing to, some people can give up meat but they can't give up cheese. Yeah, because mm. cheese gives that, um, that full, I love
1: my cheese. fullness
0: yeah. in your mouth, doesn't it? That's don't a me? tough one, eh? Mm. I mean,
1: obviously as I've gone with sobriety now, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd always have wine
0: and then my cheese board. Like, you know, like... Wine and cheese,
1: baby! <laughs> yeah. I'm a big cheese gal.
0: So we will jump into another song now. <laughs> this next one's from a band called Marco Road, they're down in South Island. I actually worked with the drummer from this band for a couple of weeks. Please. Yeah, just it's, ra- it's, it's random who you who Claim. you meet. I was just given this student. They're like, Daniel, take this student for a week, and I didn't even no one even said what I was had to teach him or anything. So I just we just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> didn't achieve anything for two weeks. Talked about a lot of music. He gave me a lot of tips on a lot of a lot of music around that we can feature in here. And oh. uh, so I thought, well, I'll feature the band in Market Road. So this one is called Brody Street
5: when i'm falling to the side when i'm running around for a lifetime well i know that things won't feel this way bye
0: So, Paula Benny, she's had the tummy tuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, what a way to go,
2: she, what way to start. She's got a
0: new hairdo too. Yeah, she's having a full makeover. Okay. So let's just, shall we keep the conversation focused on her achievements as a woman
2: rather than her physical appearance. Well, this is what I
0: mean, she's very tactical, and I am I think, like I say, she's planning to come back in closest to the election when, like, Simon Bridges falls off his perch, and she is going to be looking like Cynthia <laughs> <laughs> Dune,
1: and, and
0: she is just and she's just going to take her on, take her on head on. I think is what her plan Has is. Has she
1: actually had a tummy tuck?
0: Uh, she had a stomach stapled. Is that a tummy tuck? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Just a had that
1: that
0: too? Yeah, just Boris had it? Yeah, it is. Um... Did she
1: like feature on Women's Day, like saying it or? How did uh, you find yeah, I didn't you know that because I didn't know that.
3: I think it's pretty public. Yeah, oh. yeah. I don't follow Paula that much though. Still Paula. Although I do follow that guy that does <laughs> yep. the um the that's, Actually that's where I saw it. I, think.
0: <laughs> <Hey guys. Yeah>. <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, but you can actually now get double chin injections. It's just been made legal in New Zealand. This this product What do you know that do you know that um, brand hand? No!
4: Oh <laughs> well, no, I just thought it might be a general
0: <laughs> I don't have,
4: I be, a, have you done your research about this day?
0: I thought it might be a general... <laughs> I thought it might be a general brand that girls consume, I
3: don't know. You're
2: really getting a lot of points on this one, Oh, on day, oh man, this, the this is the last... The tummy tuck, like,
3: yeah, yeah, I use their other products. You know, the
0: lift and the... This is the last <laughs> time we had buddy gender equity in the, in the podcast. There's two females up against me. You
1: know, Product. Yeah, for the double chin. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought right, it would
0: be a brand yeah. like Nivea or something yeah. you know Whoa, like you talking yeah. about
2: no, injections with chins. <laughs> okay, <laughs> carry on,
0: carry on. Well anyway, so <laughs> you can get this, it's legal in New Zealand now. So you get it inject, injected into your chin and it uh, explodes the fat. And, <laughs> oh, and you just absorb the horrible. fat out of your double chin into your body.
1: Does and it what? go somewhere else? Or well, I guess so
3: you just poo it out. I don't know. <laughs>
2: It sounds
3: like something that will go wrong when people are getting like disturbed, you know, distorted, yeah. like, mm. Mm. Or, like, it gets all bumpy or something, eh, because some fat absorbs, some yeah. doesn't, you've got this, like, yeah. bumpy yeah. double chin. Cellulite.
1: Cellulite on your, mm. cellulite on your... Mm. Cellulite on your
3: chin area. Oh, it's not good. But then you could just see people getting
1: addicted and being like, oh, it's got a little
3: bit fat again, so then they'll be like... <laughs> like <you laughs> yeah. <know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, it's like Botox, right? Like, people will <laughs> like have, like... Inverted chin, to be like <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
2: the <laughs> It um, shrinks it's... people's door A <laughs>
3: well, All that stuff's scary. Yeah, I mean. Oh
1: yeah. But it's scary because you know people will actually use it. Yes. Like yeah. and lots of people would. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just. And
3: it's it. just so new. Like. What? Well, I'd be tempted
1: I oh, have a double chin. Then? I have the worst double chin. I've gone over this. <laughs> as soon as
0: as, with you. as soon as I start getting fat, it goes straight to my double oh, chin. Oh, it does
1: not. Yeah, but
0: you can't take this as a preventative thing. Okay. <laughs> is it, like it, when I get fat, I'll. Uh... Is it the end of the world to
2: have a double chin? Well what I, is it about you know I guess
0: it would be if you um if it gave you sleep apnea and it was choking you at night while you're sleeping back.
2: I think there's a bit of space there to kind of explore our need to get rid of things that just make us human.
0: Good point, sis. Yes. Good point. See, that's I why she's that. so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you're so holistic. Yeah. Whereas Dan's Double still
1: in his head like I still want to get yeah. this injection.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. no, like, Thanks Sus,
1: but uh, just uh self-love <laughs> and then you will never need an injection again. A little
0: bit of self-love, what does
2: that mean? <laughs> you give yourself some love as I'm telling you you need to. Oh like right, yeah, it. just like
0: general love. No, Oh, it's smut on the bottom. Why do keep so happy?
4: Self-love. Oh, yeah. oh my god. So?
0: <laughs> Moving right along to serious matters. Is the country in crisis? Because we're having so many crisis meetings at the moment. The DHBs for the hospitals around the country, they have had crisis meetings because apparently they're all uh, running out of money. The New Zealand Racing Board, Winston Peters held a crisis meeting with them because, racing, um, like
2: horse racing.
0: yeah, horse racing. How they in crisis? There's so much money being wasted; like they're going broke. Really? And a lot of the problem really? is, I heard the interview about it. They gave it like a summary of it. Thoroughbred racing is making heaps of money but then they have to prop up dog racing, the harness racing, harness and all racing. that. What's
1: harness racing?
0: The ones where they just sort of trot. Yeah. I don't
1: understand harness racing or dogs. They're the most boring things to watch mm. in my
0: yeah. entire life. Stop the dog yeah. racing. Yeah, so the the um, the oh. argument behind that is though, when they sell spon- big sponsorships to overseas brands and that, they're like, it's it's better for them to say, hey, we can provide
3: you a whole package yeah. so you can have sponsorship of the dogs and this and this and that. Horses, right, often, Horses are owned by quite well-to-do trainers are uh, well-to-do owners because mm. they're so expensive, right? Mm. Dogs, I know four or five local people that own dogs. They just keep them at the kennels,
2: and then they're, they're a lot faster to grow. You know I mean? So they just buy get new
1: ones if they're Where's a whereas a horse horses, needs a petter. <laughs> So you much, know, yeah.
3: farm and that says a stable, but they also get uh,
1: They go out onto a, well, on their off-season, they go out into a ranch exactly. or onto a farm and they have a few months where they just like chill. And
3: or, not everyone can afford a horse. A Such lot of people can
1: afford to have dogs. Dogs. Are, mm.
3: I know people that have just gotten to dogs so they can see if they can make some money. Nice. But yeah, the thing I nice
1: don't... Like, I understand the sponsorship and how it makes it look, but wouldn't you be want to get a good reputation in one area and be like, nine for your thoroughbred racing, then being half pie on another two mm. like, I'm sorry, harness... Harness racing and dogs, I can't say they're very, like, lucrative, yeah. right?
0: That is a good point because New Zealand <laughs> does make a lot of money out of
3: horse breeding as well. And yeah. that's because of our reputation of our so let's industry. focus on so that. Yeah.
1: Focus on so that. Little well, the, do- the
3: dogs are already under the pump, like in terms of people well, not, not the dogs
1: themselves. <laughs> Even if you are trying to sell a sponsorship deal, to be only two out of the three, not great. <laughs> <laughs> cut your losses! <laughs> like, yeah. Cut your losses and be, no, sorry, we don't do that. However, this is what we've got and we're bloody good at it. It's basically
3: yeah. what we need to do in every part of New Zealand, right? Stop Special- wanting all
1: the money. Yeah,
3: but specialise yeah. in things that uh, we're not being greedy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm. like let's do everything because we can't. Kind of alludes to the other problem with the racing
0: industry is, uh, Winston Peters was saying, you've got in some place around the country you've got three race tracks within half an hour of each other,
3: mm-hmm. and actually
0: that's kind of an example of here we've got Whanganui, yeah. Waverley, Yep. Yeah. and, and Palmy not further, much further. Yeah, Palmy, So you don't really need that many race tracks if you just had Wellington. a couple, you could do them up really nice yeah. and like have a really
2: make it more class. prestigious, right? Yeah. Than, like, yeah.
0: Rather than just mess. So and Waverley Year would hate to lose our racetrack. We won't though because I think it has its own farm so it funds itself. For a small town, losing a racetrack would be a pretty big loss, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Even if you do use it once a year, it'd still be like a... So some of the other crises... on <laughs> me! Um, <laughs> the, the, the country's polytechs are having a crisis meetings at the moment because nice they're God. all going broke. Because of course all, all the uh, Indian students that were coming over and like propping them up but they were coming over on dodgy background checks so they couldn't actually speak English and stuff like that and, and that is true because I actually did study with some Same. some of them when I was in Rōkuruwa that was pretty dodgy but now that they've scaled that right back the politics are hurting And. Of course it's the some one of the lowest unemployment rates we've ever had and it's been sustained and everyone's working. No one wants to study. The Polytech but is doing why, so well. why do
2: we have so many Polytechs? Like, oh that's another point. We have many many universities, we have many Polytechs and they just pop up everywhere and there's like small little brands and there's really big ones.
0: That's true. Yeah, have a few Again, trusted having good brands. it's
2: too much and
0: it,
3: yeah, that is another good point. Actually, we do. We just got too much of the same stuff, haven't we? Yeah. We need to specialise. Like like palming, like and for instance, says Messi, which is massive. But they've also got yukou, Mm. Hey, eh? and they've mm. also got some other sort of like training. It, like training. the
4: little
2: small one that eh? you know. Well, Wanganui's got training for you. It's Wanganui's got Yukol. Wanganui's
3: got yeah. And Ucol's in lots of lots of bunch of places, like the Masterton, Wanganui, Parma, somewhere else. I, I guess there will be one of the ones that are struggling because you notice that like, you go around the places and big campus say eh, like Yuko, and it used to be full mm. even at last year when Ellie was through there and stuff doing her training, way quieter. And they've just spent a shit tonne of money on that place. Yeah, every, and I bet you every politics the same. Yeah. A lot of people here, it's almost like a shame if you go to a polytech, right? Mm. Like people are like, oh, you're not going to university, you're going to polytech. It's like mm. this sort of like prestige thing. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Even though you can do degrees at polytech. Yeah, and polytech's a lot more practical, I think. I, like yeah, I mean, you, you can know. keep costs down because you're not living in student cities like yeah. Palmy or Dunedin.
0: Anyway, some of the other, uh, other crises that are happening. So Simon Bridges has just been elected as the National Party leader. He's admitted there is a housing crisis after National being been denying it all this time, so that's quite funny. But that's also like political, it's just now so we can argue, what are you doing about the housing crisis? Yeah. But then on the back of that, Fletcher Building has gone broke. Bro, not
3: good, eh? And that's our, the country... The biggest construction company. That's
0: our, actually, I think it's our biggest company,
3: money-wise. I drive past their place in Auckland when we, I go up there for work and it's friggin' huge. Yeah. And they've just got a new CEO, right, like not long ago? Yeah, well they had to get rid of the other one because he's... coming not been very good. And he's there for years, but he's just like lead, leading them down the gurgler. So what's going to happen if our biggest construction company in a housing crisis collapses? Yeah. Who's going to build the houses? Well, it's a worry, isn't it? They do a lot of the big construction
0: convention centre, yeah. and which um, is going to be a huge loss for them. When there is a boom, a building boom, Prices of materials and everything goes up, well, obviously because of demand. Yeah, but yeah, but you think it'd be a demand and supply situation, but it's not. Um, when there's more demand, the prices go up because they they can they can. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Whereas like Which normally, economies are horrible, scale, it should go we down. We want
2: to try and fix the housing crisis so mm. people have places to
0: live. So they're not going to take on any new big jobs now. That's it. That's <laughs> that's what they, that's how it broke they are. They were on the cusp of having to. So you know you buy shares in a company and then you think, oh yeah, I'll make money on these shares. They were at the point where they had to, they were this close. My fingers are about what's that like an inch apart? Mm-hmm. They were this close
4: <laughs> to having way. to. G-
0: can confirm. And, um, yeah. Having to go to the con- to the shareholders and asking for additional funds. So that never happens. You never hear of that happening. If you buy shares in something, you don't expect them to <laughs> you come to you later on and money? ask for more money. <laughs> and like under the share trading thing, whatever it is, you're actually obliged to. Yeah, do have to give them more. Like it. you have to give them a the percentage of whatever you own in the company.
3: The yeah. HBs you said earlier. The
0: HBS eh? yeah, that's a worry. And also, uh, and uh, that's just because of debt. Hb's been getting ripped off the last nine years, basically like. Same
2: with education.
0: Education, yeah, they're having, oh, and also the teachers are going to be wanting their pay rise
3: soon, so there'll be another and the crisis it, there. They're saying, <laughs> what, were they were saying they were saying Auckland teachers 36% are requesting a thirty-six percent pay increase, wow. just Auckland teachers. That's well. not fair. <laughs> yeah. Why <are>
2: Auckland? <laughs> because it's, it's so, so expensive, expensive to, live to live there. But uh, it's like that, that's a real like moral issue, eh? Like I, I don't it. even <laughs> want to comment on it because it's like. Yeah, anatomy mm. like, An it's a like I do the same job as you, yeah, where, and I choose to live in a region. Yeah, but so I, you know, feel like we'll need move, but also these kids in Auckland need to be
4: taught. So
2: mm. yeah,
3: it's a tough one, and, and and it's like and it's, expensive. It's, it's like a plaster though, right? Like the the reason they need more money is because of housing. Mm. So instead yeah, of fixing instead of fixing housing, let's just ask for more money. What? Yeah, no, this but is also go like this and yeah, just all teachers are
2: massively
3: underpaid. Oh, totally. So but all teachers should underpaid. be getting paid more. Well, in the old days, yeah.
2: not
0: just I, all I know in my town they've got teacher flats in Waverley so I wonder if they go
3: back to like providing teacher flats I think we should all just go back to yeah. like the way Waverley's run like we've just got it <laughs> yeah. sorted well, I so like really
1: is... does seem to have it down pat though well
3: so this is the thing they right pay for the race course yeah. oh god so they so seem to
1: recycling
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've Good got time. curbside
0: recycling at the moment you get a lot of the student that, you know teachers fresh out of training college they go to the, uh, the, the regions, provinces yeah. and, and teach around there and then all the experienced ones go to Auckland let's flip that on its head Yes. And so the Change student the teachers go to Auckland staying student they can still stay in accommodation. But
3: is and the
2: accommodation then,
0: paid for them? Yeah. Yeah. Because like teacher flats. And,
2: and it needs to be close to where their school is, so yeah. otherwise the cost travel would I'll just s- offset living there anyway.
0: I'll suss that out for you, Ses. Okay. And then <laughs> the experienced teachers can move into the regions where they can buy a nice big house, start their family and teach and settle down. Doesn't that work better?
2: And we also get paid.
3: <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I think in general, teaching does need a pay increase. It does. Yeah. Mm.
4: Well, what well, was but that it, thing you
3: said that MPs used to earn the same?
4: I as, I a backbencher, yeah, yeah. Used,
0: to get, used to earn the same as a teacher, and now like a backbencher is what on a 100 grand. Yeah, yeah, and the
2: average teacher is on like seventy, maybe seventy. Top was.
3: of the scale. Yeah.
0: Well while we're on that, <laughs> Anna thing, we'll go to this next band, this is actually what we're, we're bringing it down the peg, guys They're from Auckland, they're called PHF which stands for Perfect Hair Forever
2: It's a dream! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Now they've just released this next track in dedication to another Auckland artist who goes by the stage name David Addison And he sadly died of suicide a couple of weeks ago Anyway, Joe Lockie from PHF he was real good mates with this Addison guy. They both like suffer from depression and stuff and he's kind of opened up about it all in the song. I read the whole blurb about it before I listened to the song. I was like, oh, that's actually quite a powerful, mm. powerful song. So um, some of the, like, I just took a couple of quotes out of the interview. Most Kiwis can relate to this next quote. Every Thursday we would go to the liquor store, get some barrels, which obviously barrel 51, then head home for hours and hours of listening to music, watching movies and mostly just talking. Yeah, just keep in mind the relationship these guys had, how close they were, and everything, and the lyrics and stuff. The song is pretty, pretty, hard, yeah, pretty powerful song. So, this is PHF with comms. Yeah. No, Has been flying around the earth at a great rate of knots. I'm not actually. Tra- I think it travels like seven kilometres an hour. I, I actually don't know. Seven? It might be, it might be, oh, se- it might be seven million kilometres an hour. I'm not too sure. So what happened? the boys and Ma here from Rocket Lab. Oh, actually, funny story about. It. So Rocket Lab, they're hugely successful. They're, they're um, a New Zealand company. they what well, actually, they've sold out to an American company, but they're still in New Zealand, and they're all New Zealanders. They've made a um, a rocket that like blasts into space for. A fraction of the price of the traditional rockets and they're sending up satellites and stuff for com- big companies. They've had a couple of successful launches now so they've been making like so much money. My mate was flying back from Aussie. He's in economy. On an economy sitting next to him were a couple of guys from Rocket Lab. So I love it how they're still flying around in the economy these <laughs> rocket scientists. Their last successful launch into space they had um, they sent someone satellite up but they had a secret something also in the rocket, they didn't tell anyone what it was. What it ended up being is this big globe covered in mirrors. And now that's in orbit. And like a lot of the um, some, a lot of the environmentalist people are being like, oh that's space junk, you're <laughs> polluting space. But it's, so it's basically, they've built a star. So it works the same as a star. So there's this big globe floating around in at the orbit that's of the ridiculous. Earth and with all these mirrors on it. You can go into the uh, Humanity Star website and it will show you exactly where it is on Earth. Every so often you can see it go over New Zealand. Wow. And so I st- I waited up the other night and watched it. Did you? <laughs> Did yeah, you see spider? it? Yeah, sorry, yeah, it's actually really bright. Like it's way brighter than all the other stars <laughs> and it just... And it's real weird because it's like silent and just goes... Sh- and you see it for about two minutes and then sh- and then disappears again. But it's so cool that something launched from New Zealand is floating itself around space and getting seen across the entire world. Yeah, what's that bright thing? <laughs> so what's
2: the purpose?
0: Just just so just because we can. (laughs) Humanity star. It sounds really deep, hey? It so I thought, you know, like,
2: I don't think donating, you know, a $1,000 or...
0: I think it's a great piece of advertising for Rocket Lab. Not that they need to advertise, oh, right. but, you know, like... It's all
5: about making the money. Well, yeah, there's
0: a random new star floating around, and, like, everyone's like, what is that star? Or well, it's Rocket Lab! <laughs>
2: <laughs> well we can manufacture your own star.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's
3: humanitarian star. For I've, humans.
0: I think it is to show that we're all one on this planet and... Are you making that? It's so deep. I you
1: just trying thing. What can I use? I honestly
0: think that they did the same thing. They made this star and then they're like, right, now how can we justify the bloody thing? So, hang on, I'm just going to Google it and ask if there is a point to the Humanity Star. What is the Humanity Star?
4: According to Wikipedia, Humanity Star is a passive satellite, a geodesic sphere similar to a disco ball about one meter in diameter, designed to produce flares visible from Earth.
0: So there you go, it's not humanitarian at all, no, it's, just it's not saving a anyone's life. Disco ball <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> New Zealand's going down in history for putting a giant disco ball into orbit. Oh that is awesome. <laughs> 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 So, yeah, that's about all we've got on the uh, podcast this week. I'm going to put all those videos up that I said on the website. And thanks for everyone on the podcast today. It's been lovely to have a balanced argument. I've felt a little felt outnumbered, even though I'm not outnumbered. It's just as guys, we're just so used to having our own way, aren't we, Pat? <laughs> you
2: know what that's called, the
0: patriarchy. <laughs> 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 our live track today, normally it's an acoustic track, but today it's going to be a live track. It's from Tomorrow People. Now, when Tomorrow People first started out, their goal was to have one of their songs play at a barbecue of someone they know. But that was all they were going out to do. like, oh, yeah, man, it'd be choice if one of our songs played at our mate's barbecue, egg. Eh? <laughs> so anyway, um, this new album that they've put out called the Barbecue Reggae Album, oh. it's now <laughs> number one on the New Zealand charts. It smashed Ed Sheeran off the top of the New Zealand charts. Wow. Shit I haven't which, even heard them. Yeah which is really cool so if you're not a fan of Te reo, Why
4: wouldn't you be a fan of it? <laughs> well
0: exactly know, right, but there are some he's people oh. we unpack them? <laughs> Well what what's his name? Bob um... Oh. Sir Bob. <laughs> <laughs> sir Bob. <laughs> sir
2: Bob. <laughs>
0: I don't know if he's a fan of it. Is he
2: a sir anymore? <laughs> <laughs> if, you know what
0: is it? Um, a bit of Waiata Tadeo. I'll in a minute. Oh. It's Waiata I think. Oh there you go, I just uh, I thought I made that up. No, there. just the reo, just, you can put that in for anything just about. It
2: just means language.
0: But anyway, I can't imagine anyone not liking it in this context, that's what basically the point I'm getting to. Even if you didn't like it, which it wouldn't be anyway, doesn't it, right? no. you could not not like it in this context. Because this is a te Samoan English trilingual version of their song, wow. I don't want to fight it. That's
2: amazing. Yeah,
0: you'll just find it is the most... I never use the word beautiful, but it's the most beautiful thing to listen to because it's like a, the harmonies and everything are, are really cool. So, and that's what happens when you've got three people in a band who can basically sing the phone book. As what's his name, Randy Savage or whoever his name is, <laughs> says. Check this out. You'll find it's one of the coolest versions of the song you'll hear. I don't want to fight it tomorrow, people. Catch you next time on the Boiler Podcast.
5: Ita niu ra, ite aua ko, ite aha. he, wai ite. aroha, raru ka raru ki ka kapono kara It. I need you in my life. And if there's something more, I don't wanna
0: fight it. A look to reignite it. I need you in my life.